Martian truck wives come out of the UFOs. The zebra spilled its plastinium on Venus, and the gelsen fingers oozed electric marbles. Ramona's titties died in hell, and the Nazis want to kill, to kill everyone. A blind man's penis is a wreck because he's blind. A blind man's penis is a wreck because he's blind.
MutinyRadio.fm In a dream I dreamt that was no dream In a sleep I slept that was no sleep I met the junk man in his scattered yard. There in a twilight of talk, my ears stared at the wag of his broken jaw as he ranted over the rule of ruin. And within my rusting headpiece here where all metals turn inward, I eyed his arguments as a bargain of beads strung on the grieving yesterdays. And the junk man's words circled about my bee-free brain like crippled wings on a broken bird. No real flight in it. Come, hold hands with me in this stagger of dark. And watch the junk man inventory his rust. Trace with the green of our togethered intelligence the rag picker counting his twisted treasures here in this jungle of jungle where all smiles must leap down. Don't leave go of my hands. Look how the madman of discard walks through the low forest of his possessions. There he stops and with his practiced junkman's appraisal measures the meanness in the meaning of a bent frame of some lost courage. Now, his awful laughter beginning, he counts a stack of odd-shaped fears and considers with his cash register eyes the price they'll bring in some young thing, you or me or anyone somewhat free happens to come here to build on these grotesque grounds. Don't be afraid, but don't leave go of my hands. I am no braver than you. We need our need of needing each other and more. We need our need of not needing each other. Now, while the junk man is busy in his counting house, now, while the king of unkindness tells lies to himself in a devalue of value, help me in this crowded air of broken wings write melodies we can whistle against the dark. Yes, now, when the junk man has made a yard of so many millions who have been disinherited from their inheritance, you and I will begin again the beginning that will never end. We will mix ourselves together and throw our togetherness down to make the junkyard green with our cunning of care. Then in some tomorrow's tomorrow on other wings, other wings will know that flight can be mended. And that the junk man who wants his books in the black in a profit of no profit, the cheater of the cheated will make his idiot inventory against other eyes with a difference. Our having given ourselves to his junkyard will give love the sanction. It is now great greatness will sound with noise in that then. 
and there will be no weeping as the junk man lies weak on the memory of his bad bed. Look, even now as we hold hands separately, the crimson edge cuts across our silhouettes. Don't leave go of my hand. It will be morning soon, and we can look at each other unafraid. And in that morning we will laugh until the tears run as we listen to the children of our children's children sing the many melodies one song. The junk man will be there with him, but only in the black of their unremembered dreams. Look, the gray twilight of morning creases the edge of the east. It's almost time to wake up, but don't leave go of my hand.
It's about the break of day He is asleep until the afternoon Tonight's a night Yes it is Tonight's a night Tonight's a night Tonight's a night Tonight, 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 tonight.
Now, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we would like to do a number featuring one of our girls with the Ray Lynch. And uh, this number is entitled, The Nighttime is the Right Time, and Miss Marjorie Hendricks will help us out on vocals. The Nighttime is the Right Time. Here it is.
When I was in high school, I sat in the back row and I thought to myself, this is really for shit. I just couldn't wait to get out and do something on my own. So I quit school and went out to look for a job. First I waited on tables, then I worked at Woolworths, and then I emptied bedpans in a hospital. But no matter where I worked, it was all the same. And I got so I just couldn't take it anymore. Well, one day I went home and I found my ma sitting there. She'd been fired by the phone company because they said she was too old. And I saw a book in her lap and I asked her what it was. She said, baby, that's Capital, Volume 1. You know, by Karl Marx. And I said, huh? And she said, that's right, here, take a look. And I read that book. And now I've come to realize that as long as I have to sell my labor power to the boss, I work for his profit and not for myself or my fellow humankind. Understanding Marx will straighten out your nice-looking job, and it paid pretty good, you know? And I got myself a swimming pool, a wide-track Pontiac, even a snowmobile, one of the Jap makes. But the more I spent, the more I'd end up owing, and I had to work overtime at the goddamn job. Well, I'm in the locker room one night after the shift, and the janitor comes in and he says, fellow worker, you look mighty unhappy. And I said, huh? He said, read this, and he gives me a book. So I said, what's this? And he says, it's State and Revolution. It's by Lenin. Well, I'm not a man who reads many books, but I read that book, and now I know that as long as you sell yourself, you cannot be yourself, and you cannot snowmobile your way down the forest trail to inner peace. graduated magna cum laude, Phi Beta Kappa. And I thought I had a responsibility to help out people who didn't know how to help themselves. So I went into the Peace Corps and I taught Nigerians how to fix cars and run hotels. Then I came back home and went to DC. I doled out money for minority businesses. You know, black capitalism. Well, one day some congressman came to see one of my best projects. I couldn't believe my eyes. The workers were on strike. So I said, What's going on here? And they said, prices are high, wages are low, and working conditions are terrible. And I said, but you're working for one of your own kind. And they answered, he's not one of us. Here, read this. It was a little book called On the Correct Handling of Contradictions Among the People by Mao Zedong. I've read a lot of books. When I read that book, well, now I understand that the only way to bring about social change is to organize a united mass movement based on the class interests of the proletariat.
Face the flag, son. Read what's written there. The history, the progress, the heritage we share. Our flag reflects the past, son, but stands for so much more. And in this age of Aquarius, it still flies in the fore. It leads the forward movement shared by all mankind to learn, to love, to live with peace of mind. To learn the mysteries of space as well as those of Earth. To love each man for what he is, regardless of his birth. To live without the fear of reprisal for belief. To ease the tensions of a world that cries out for relief. Raise the flag of stars and bars of red and white and blue. A flag that guarantees the right for men like me and you. Face the flag, son. Take a good long look. What you're seeing now can't be found in a history book. It's the present and the future, son. It's being written now. And you're the one to write it. The flag can show you how. Do you know what it stands for? What its makers meant? To think, to speak, the privilege of dissent. To think our leaders might be wrong, to stand and tell them so. These are the things that other men under other flags will never know. But responsibility, that's the cross that free men must bear. If you don't accept that, freedom isn't there. Face the flag, son, and face reality. Our strength and our freedoms are based in unity. The flag is but a symbol, son, of the world's greatest nation. As long as it keeps flying, there's cause for celebration. So do what you gotta do, but always keep in mind. A lot of people believe in peace, but there are the other kind. We want to keep these freedoms we may have to fight again, God forbid. But if we do, let's always fight to win. The fate of a loser is futile, it's bare. No love, no peace, just misery and despair. Face the flag, son, and thank God it's still there. Says yes, Jimmy Carter says yes. Jim 
in me car that says, yes, can a government be decent and open? As the 39th president, he has spoken, yes, Jimmy Carter says, yes. Your president, I, Jimmy Carter, know it is possible to run a government efficiently and without sin or any corruption. I will do my level best to run the government decently without any statement of eruption. Errors and wrongdoings I will reveal to the public. For corruption while I'm in office, I'll not barter. I'll stand tall like old glory, faithful to the Republic. Security will prevail, as sure as I'm the president. President Jimmy Carter. Can a government be competent? Jimmy Carter says yes. Jimmy Carter says yes. Can a government be honest? Jimmy Carter says yes. Carter says yes, can a government be decent and open? As the 39th president, he has spoken yes. Jimmy Carter says yes. Jimmy, Jimmy Carter, a 39th president. Jimmy, Jimmy Carter, a 39th president. There's a deli. The owner's got some kind of knife. If the herring and onions don't kill you, you'll die of old age till you're safe. Gotta slip down to Fairfax Avenue. You wouldn't believe the carnations. Gotta slip down to Fairfax Avenue. That's where I buy my smoked fishes. A maniac for the motorcycle, watch it! The waitress, her name is Shady, a very talkative girl. If voice for voice silver dollars, she'd be the richest gal in the world. Gotta slip down to Fairfax Avenue It must be next to China on the map Gotta slip down to Fairfax Avenue Cause you wouldn't believe all the Japs In Fairfax they have dances But when they talk about break dancing It means they've broken their necks Hey! So here we go, I'm ready There's a doctor, he specializes in bliss. 
He doesn't make too much on salary But you wouldn't believe all the tips Got the boogie boogie schmoogie down the Fairfax Avenue The beggars are real superstars Got the boogie boogie schmoogie down the Fairfax Avenue They take money checks and credit cards I got a cousin who does business He said if you wanna be good There are no shortcuts Down on the avenue Down on the avenue Got the schlep down to Fairfax Avenue You wouldn't believe the conditions Got a schlep down to Fairfax Avenue That's where I buy my smoked fishes Down on the avenue
You're listening to Flat Black Plastic on Mutiny Radio. FM.
first recording, remember, the father waited for his little son's question. In this scene, the mother herself leads into the subject of menstruation with her daughter, who might be 10 or 11, perhaps older. The obvious reason is to make sure that a girl knows both the natural and the spiritual significance of this function before it happens. Parents are the best judges of the proper time and place for such instruction, but a good rule to follow here is better a year too early than one week too late. Notice how the mother starts with changes her daughter can see, the outer growth of her body, and then the inner maturing that comes with adolescence. There's an obvious bond of confidence between mother and child, which is essential in all sex instruction. Notice, too, how both the naturalness and holiness of the menstrual function are explained by the mother. There's an emotional overtone here, too, which contrasts with the more matter-of-fact presentation to boys. Here again, for convenience, the subject matter of perhaps two or more talks has been compressed into a single scene. Let's see now. Fold in the whites. Hi, Mother. Oh, hi, dear. What you making me? Uh-huh. Mm, yum. Oh, Brian, get your fingers out of my eyes in this minute. And how many times have I told you to hang up your coat and put your books in your room when you come in? What's it worth, Jim? Licks on the bowl? Oh, pretty, you're impossible. When are you going to start growing up? What am I going to finish, you mean? Behold the evidence of old age descending on your darling daughter, Mrs. O'Brien. Watch this coat. Watch it closely now. An inch, two inches. It's crept halfway to the elbow before your very eyes. Oh, Betty. Your father just bought you that coat a year ago, and it was too big then. your neck, I should be. Oh, but you are growing up, Betty. I can see that. Well, scales don't whine, except when Daddy gets up. <laughs> oh, I hope I have a figure like Phyllis Graham. Oh, Betty, be serious for one. But I am serious. Uh-oh. I can feel a motherly talk coming out. I know that look in your eyes. <laughs> I declare to goodness, sometimes I don't know whether to hug you or paddle you. <laughs> you know so much, and yet... And yet what, Mom? I was about to say, and yet you know so little. Oh, I'm sorry, Mums. I'll be good, really. What were you going to tell me? Oh, nothing much, honey. It's just that, well, with all these changes you can see, getting taller and your breasts beginning to grow and so on, there are other changes going on inside of you. Inside of me? What kind of changes, Mother? Well, do you remember my telling you when you were little? Babies grow inside their mothers. Mm -hmm. Well, from now on, through your teens, the wonderful machinery inside your body that will hold and nourish a baby when you're grown up, if God calls you to the married state, that machinery will begin to develop. Really, Mums? Tell me about it. Well, to begin with, every woman has two small organs within her body called ovaries. Now, each month, one of them produces a tiny egg, or ovum, as the doctors call it. Is that the egg the baby grows from? The one you told me about when I was little? That's right. tiny body would have to be nourished so it would develop from a little egg to a full-grown baby. Well, 
So wonderfully has God designed our bodies that each month, as one of the ovaries produces an egg, blood is accumulated in the lining of the uterus, a womb. That's where you carry your babies. Yes, dear. Now, when a woman is married, the seed from the father, which I told you about, is planted inside the mother's egg. And this egg fastens itself to the wall of the uterus. That is what the blood is for, to nourish the tiny body that is ready to be born. Wonderful, isn't it, Mother? And does, does that happen every month, even before a girl is married? That's right, honey. It's part of the whole complicated process that the doctors call ovulation and menstruation. But does the blood come anyway, even when there's no baby to need it? That's right, dear. But it doesn't stay there in the uterus when there's no baby. You see, when the egg is not fertilized, it dissolves and the blood simply flows out again through the vagina. Then the whole process starts all over again the following month. You mean you... you sort of bleed? Well, not exactly, dear. You see, the blood is simply stored up for a particular purpose, and when it's not needed, it just passes off. It's a perfectly natural bodily function, and a holy one, really, when you consider that it's part of God's wonderful plan for creating new little souls in his own image. You see, darling, that's why I'm telling you now about those changes that are beginning to take place in your own body. Someday, maybe soon, or may not be for a year or so, you'll have your first period, as it's called. Normally, it lasts three to five days, but at first it may be only a trace and may not come regularly every month. does, dear. Just come and tell me, and I'll show you how to take care of yourself and your clothes. The thing to remember always that this is a natural thing, a holy thing. It means that God is preparing your body for the wonderful calling of motherhood, if that is his plan. I understand, Mother. And thanks for being so sweet. <laughs> All right, now, darling. Before your father gets home, he's likely to forget you're growing up and use the slipper on you. Oh, I'm on my way, Mom. But uh, first, how about licking the bowl? <laughs> Betty O'Brien, I wonder if you'll ever really
A dedicated and hard-working American is the mailman. The postal system and the progress of mankind develop together. To realize the importance of the postal system, imagine your town without the U.S. mail. In 1782, the Continental Congress guaranteed the mail service as a symbol of freedom by ordering that private letters could not be opened or delayed by postal authorities. Inscribed on the front of the General Post Office in New York City are these words. There is no mortal thing faster than these messengers. Neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. Bearer of bad news, carrier of good news, you never know what's in his pack When you've got bills due He hands you the sad news From that leather pouch slung from his back No matter what the weather is Rain, sleet or snow Even when the going's rough The mail still has to go Even though his feet hurt He's still got a job to do, making sure the mail gets through to you. He wades through a long week of bad dogs with sharp teeth, and there's complaints he has to listen to. A thank you and a soft smile Make it all seem worthwhile When folks receive a monthly check that's due You stay in touch with folks at home Through letters that he brings And pictures and an envelope Show how the family's changed When you write a letter To someone who's in love with you He's the one who gets your message through no matter what the weather is, rain, sleet, or snow, even when the going's rough, the mail still has to go. 
Even though his feet hurt, he still got a job to do, making sure the mail gets through to you. Making sure the mail gets through to you. nation on this earth, yet there are subversive forces who are trying to undermine the principles that this land was founded upon. That's right, and you know who you are, the feminists, the freeloaders, the bleeding heart judges who let cold-blooded murderers go scot-free, yet tie the hands of our police on the chance they might violate someone's civil rights. I say it's time we stop worrying about the rights of criminals and start protecting the rights of the loyal, God-fearing Americans like you and me. Today's heavy metal groups are drug-crazed, devil-worshipping maniacs out to poison the minds and bodies of innocent teenagers who are pressured into this evil, satanic lifestyle. Those vermin who believe in legalizing marijuana are really saying, let's legalize all drugs. And while we're at it, prostitution, bestiality, and S&M. Well, it's about time we started getting high on something else besides drugs. Why can't we get high on patriotism, God, and the Bible? The lunatic liberals are the most hypocritical, sickest group of mental midgets I've ever met. They're against the death penalty, even for mass murderers, yet support the out-and-out killing of innocent unborn babies. They call it aborting a fetus. These are just buzzwords, and they know it. Why can't they say what it really is? Murdering an unborn child. Let me tell you something. What's worse? That poor little baby can't even defend itself. The U.S. Senate has said there's no place for God in our classrooms. Yet that very same Senate opens each session with a prayer. How hypocritical can you get? Why should God be expelled from our public schools? Do our politicians need to be reminded that this is one nation under God? The feminists are fighting for the ERA. They don't really want the ERA. They want the SRA, the Superior Rights Amendment. They want to be superior to men. We must not let them emasculate the men of America. president this country has ever had. It's about time we all started believing in America again. Under President Reagan's leadership, we have started. If you don't love this country, then get out of here and make your move to Moscow, pal. Arrested on the charges of unemployment, he was sitting in the witness stand. Too much. 
judge's wife called up the district attorney. She said, free that brown-eyed man. You want your job, you better free that brown-eyed man. Flying across the desert in the TWA, I saw a woman walking across the sand. She'd been walking 30 miles on route to Bombay to meet a brown-eyed handsome man. Her destination was a brown-eyed handsome man. Way back in history, 3,000 years, like ever since the world began. There's been a whole lot of good women shedding tears over a brown-eyed handsome man. A lot of trouble with a brown-eyed handsome man. Phone something wrong, dime gone, wheel mail, order sue the mother bell for telling me a tale. Uh huh. Monkey business, too much monkey business, too much monkey business for me to be involved in. Thank <laughs> you. 
dark desert highway. Cool wind in my hair. Warm smell of Kalitas. Rising up through the air. Up ahead in the distance, I saw a shimmering light. My head grew heavy and my sight grew dim. I had to stop for the night.
Welcome to White World of Sports. Brought to you by Budweiser. Breakfast of Champions. Remember, when you're out of Bud, Tough Splits. And also by Pit Stop, the all-day deodorant for people who can't afford to wait. And today we journey to Sofia, Bulgaria. Where we're going to be watching the United States High School Championship Basketball Game. Between the East Westchester North Stars, champions of the Southern Conference. Against the Bloods from Rapbrow Memorial High School in Newark, New Jersey. And tonight we will be talking to Coach Jojo Bubba Jr. Otherwise known as Amguana Kick Booty. Take it away, Red. Howdy, this is Red Blazer, and I'm here courtside with the coach of the Bloods. Tell us, coach, how are you going to get your boys up for tonight's game? I'm going to kick booty. That's right, and I'm Red Blazer, and we're here courtside with the coach of the Bloods. Coach, let's talk about your record. My record? That's right. The hell you want to bring that up for, man? Well, it hell, was... I thought you wanted to talk about basketball, man. 
Now, I did my time, man. I paid my debt to society, no, man. I don't, I don't need you... to be talking about my record, man. Uh, well, wait a minute, Coach. How the hell I know she was 13? Uh, no, no, Coach, uh, you yeah, misunderstand me. Yeah, she looked 15 me. anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, Coach, uh, what we meant is your one-loss record. Now, you're the winningest coach in the history of high school basketball. That's right. And your team has won over 455 games this season alone. That's right. And uh, your star center, Tyrone Shoelaces, is averaging over 132 points a game. That's wrong. Wrong? Yeah, he's averaging over 132 points a game. Oh, that's right. Uh, coach, let's talk about shoelaces for a bit. Uh, here's a boy who's only four foot eleven, yet he leads the league in rebounding. That's right. Uh, assists. That's right. Scoring. That's right. Scoring over uh, 65 points a game. That's right. Uh, he seems like he does everything but sell popcorn during halftime. Uh, no, he don't sell popcorn. Well, tell us, what is the secret of his, his success? What makes him such a great basketball player? Well, uh, why don't you just ask him that yourself? Come on over here, Tyrone. Come on, come on over here. The man here want to talk to you. Uh, Tyrone, hello. Glad to meet you, son. Um, Tyrone, what makes you such a great basketball player? What makes me such a great basketball player? Why, that's simple. I got a basketball Jones. You hear that? He got a basketball Jones. A basketball Jones? Uh... What's a basketball, Jones? Go on tell me what a basketball, Jones, is, Tyrone. What's a basketball, Jones? That's simple. A basketball, Jones, is when you love basketball so much, you are like a junkie. That's it. Uh, 
Listen to Flat Black Classic on MutinyRadio.fm.
It ain't no use to sit and wonder why, babe. Don't matter anyhow. It ain't no use to sit and wonder why, babe, if you don't know by now. When the rooster crows at the break of dawn, without your window, I'll be gone. You're the reason I'm traveling on. Don't think twice. It's all right. It ain't no use in turning on your light, babe. That light I never knowed. And it ain't no use in turning on your light, babe. Cause I'm on the dark side of the road. Still, I wish there was something you would do or say to try and make me change my mind and stay. We never did too much talking anyway. So don't think twice. It's all right. I'm walking down that long, lonesome road, babe. Where I'm bound, I can't tell. But goodbye's too good a word, gal. So I'll just say, uh, fairly well. Oh, I ain't saying you treated me unkind. You could have done better, but uh, I don't mind. You just kind of wasted my precious time. <laughs> don't think twice. It's all right. Ain't no use in calling out my name, gal, like you never did before. Ain't no use in calling out my name, gal. I can't hear you anymore. I'm a-thinking and a-wondering all the way down the road. I once loved a woman, a child, I'm told. I give her my heart, but she wanted my soul. Don't think twice. It's all right. If today was not an endless highway, if tonight was not a crooked trail, if tomorrow wasn't such a long time, then lonesome would mean nothing to you at all. Yes, and only if my own true love was waiting. Yes, and if I could hear her heart a softly pounding, only if she was lying by me, then I'd lie in my bed once again. I can't see my reflection in the waters. I can't speak the sounds that show no pain. I can't hear the echo of my footsteps. or can't remember the sound of my own name. Yes, and only if my own true love was waiting. Yes, and if I could hear her heart a softly pounding. Only if she was lying by me. Then I'd lie in my bed once again. There's beauty in the silver singing river. There's beauty in the sunrise in the sky. But none of these and nothing else can touch the beauty that I remember in my true love's eyes. Yes, and only if my own true love was waiting. Yes, and if I could hear her heart a softly pounding, only if she was lying by me, then I'd lie in my bed once again.
Listen to Flat Black Plastic on MutinyRadio.fm. Thank you to Tony Elk for the bonus novelty. Be safe, stay in school, read books, and please tip your bartenders.
song's called Erase Me. A world premiere exclusive.
check, check. Check, check. Yo, yo. Yeah, right here. So tell me what do I need? Yo, yo. Hello, hello, hello. Is it working? Boo. You suck, Sid. Can you hear that? I don't think. I can say whatever I want about him now. Oh, the mics aren't. 